you welcome to the live show hello welcome, welcome to the live show am i talking to two live people you yeah. are the two yeah. live crew as it were we're about to watch dana give one contract maybe two yes yeah see we're live on the twitch oh yeah <laughs> i see myself inside a screen inside a screen yeah you sound wait, great wait what am I, am I being punked <laughs> i held up my screen yeah but yeah blue hair uh blue hair is blue gonna, hair get, is a gonna get a contract for sure uh mateus mendonca yeah he'll be exciting uh wow i can't believe the accuracy he had uh yeah he got one bantam weight and then uh Bo Bo nickel that guy's getting a contract for sure did you did you see the fight I did see what was considered <laughs> technically a fight. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, great overhand look. left with a push knockdown, almost a guillotine, and then reversed it into a a surprising triangle choke. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Three and zero, and he's going to be in the UFC. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, anybody? I mean, that's that's very Brock Lesnar esque. It is yeah. Brock Lesnar esque. How high do you think they put him up immediately? Hey, they gave Blue Hair a contract. They did. Um, what about that? Uh, the British lightweight dude that was six four. See, I think it, I think it just took him too long to get there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, that, that that's fair, right? He doesn't necessarily have to go immediately into getting the UFC contract. They could be like, "All right, well, we want to see one more." Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. We were talking about just all the talent that came off of this show and really what the contender, the, the, the real, the, the implication behind the title, you know, about the, yeah. the, the breed of people that came off of it, like Alex Pajeda. He's what, three or four fights off of the contender series fighting for the belt and will probably be a champ. Sugar Sean is fighting number one, right? Oh, wow. They gave him a contract. They gave the guy from the second fight a contract. Who? That was a war. The guy now, with the hair? Yeah, now they're getting to the the mustache and hair guy from City Kickboxing, who's, I mean, maybe. But <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, we were just talking about the caliber of people, and I think Bo Nickel, I mean, they'll probably give him somebody in the top 15. Do you think? No. Top I mean, 30? let's be honest. Who is in the top so wait, 15 is, in the UFC in middleweight? Is he giving all, has he given all three of these guys contracts? Yes. Oh, wow. If he's doing that, then he's giving everyone a contract. It seems like it. Because he's the next full Oprah. Yeah, dude. The next guy had a better fight than this guy. This guy. Yeah, because he, he finished his fight, too. Yep. And every fight good. was a finish. He's good looking. Let's go, everyone. <laughs> you get a contract. You and you and you. Let's break this down, though. I mean, okay, so Bo Nickel looks pretty yep. impressive. I'm going to bring the part, man. He looks the part. 
So I'm number bring up 15, the top 30. Number 15, right? If we say, okay, we'll give him a top 15. Number 15 is Chris Action Man Curtis. Do you not oh. think he takes his head off? I think that would be a fun fight. Do you think who, who <laughs> takes whose head off? Bo Nickel. Do takes. you think he takes Chris Curtis's head off? Yeah. I okay. think Chris Curtis is a little bit of a challenge. Well, but yeah, I don't... he's definitely got the ability to finish. Yeah, and Chris Curtis is not going to out-wrestle Bo Nickel, though. So, All right, who in the top 15 is going to out-wrestle Bo Nickel? Nobody. Bo <laughs> Nickel is a better wrestler than everybody in the UFC because right. none of them were three-time collegiate national champions at fucking Penn State. None of them. Right. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's go reverse. I would order. venture to say he could out-wrestle the heavyweights. Mm, come on, dude. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we. I don't. You, you're going to tell me he couldn't get to 225? <laughs> I bet he could. He could definitely. Okay, so what you're proposing is a middleweight, light heavyweight version of Isla, uh, uh, of uh, Kosmat Chimaev. I think who out wrestles who, who at middleweight? I think Bo out wrestles him. or Kosmat? No, I think Bo out wrestles him. Really? Do you think yes. Kosmat beats him? In a in a yes, but in a wrestling match, Bo wins. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, no, no. Talk. In a in a UFC fight or MMA fight, but they're both Cosmo. UFC fighters. Hamza yeah. wins, but in a if it's wrestling rules, Bo wins. This is the same. This is your guys's argument of of Francis beating Tyson Fury. There is not a wrestler at with wrestling rules that can beat Bo Nickel. It's just none of them, unless there's someone I don't know of that has that pedigree, but. As far as I know, of like Ben Askren or Tyron Woodley would have been the closest we saw, and even then, I don't think they were as good as him. Mm-mm. I mean, I Tyron Woodley, I wouldn't even put in the same category as a Askren, maybe. Uh, no, I mean wrestling versus wrestling. Um, yeah, Tyron maybe. Woodley wasn't a three-time champ at Penn State. No, no, he was not. Do, do. All right, so he we we say he he dismantles Chris Curtis. Number 14, Brad Tavares. He probably picks I, him apart. I think he would beat Brad Tavares. Yeah, puts Holy him on his shit. back, beats yep. the shit out of him. Yeah. Number 13, our uh, South African friend. Are Drickus. you are you on the UFC's site for rankings? I am. Okay. I am. Yeah. Drickus, right? Drickus is a wild man. Yes. I that could go. I mean, that could go many Drickus, ways. Drickus, I think, beats him. Okay, <laughs> look at that today. today today yeah i the mean con- he's three no come on the contender series they just announced that bo nickel's <clears throat> gonna get added to the ufc video game immediately did oh, they really yep part of the prize yeah. <laughs> part of your prize is you're gonna be a so well he probably gets a small percentage of the sales then yeah like a very small percentage but a percentage nonetheless I have I have the rankings down to <laughs> they put him on the cover of a PS4 box version of it. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Oh, good God, man. Get a fucking PS5. Come on, UFC. Come on. That's just not even funny. <laughs> That's <laughs> so taking it home. Yeah, okay. That's cheesy as fuck. I I think we think Drickus beats him today. Yeah. Not yeah, in he- a wrestling match, in a <clears throat> in an MMA fight. Darren Till. What about Imavov? Uh, Ryan, you, you asked. What do you think? I don't know. I don't Master know Imamov, um, We just saw him on the on the UFC France card. He looked fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's a that's a that would be a huge test. I mm-hmm. I, I think Imamov is well 
more well-rounded. He's 12 and three. He's got, yeah. He's got so much more fighting experience than he does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, hit and miss, right? Kelvin fights yeah. to the level of his competition. To good, ke- good Kelvin mops the floor with him. Bad Kelvin loses to him. Oh yeah, Andre yeah. Muniz. Mm, I think that's almost uh, my, my my impression of Andre Muniz is more wrestling based or or BJJ based. Am I wrong? Fifteen um, wins by submission. So I think that's yeah. I think that's correct. That that would be interesting. I think Wrestler his jujitsu is better than yeah. Bose. Oh yeah, he's the guy who uh, separated uh, what's his face's shoulder. Souza. Yeah, Jacare. Yeah. That was brutal. Darren so Till, brutal. Jack Hermanson, Sean Strickland. That starts to get tougher for Bo Nickel. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about a guy who has three contender series fights to his name, like challenging <laughs> for the top ten of middleweight, which is <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're getting so, the skis here. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. What would you do? So I, I say, hey, you're in charge. You get to make his next fight. What do you do with him? I I, I put him on a a big numbered card prelim, early you prelim. Do. Oh, you put him on an early prelim. You think you put him on the regular prelim, like the yeah, I, ESPN yeah. televised portion? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. Maybe you have him honest. open that, and you get people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. hey, guess what? Uh, Big time prospect, three time yeah. national champion, Penn State, three and zero. And we're gonna let you watch all three of his contender series fights because it totals ninety eight seconds. His, uh, <laughs> yeah, his uh, sizzle reel are all of his fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember um, Askar Mazharov? And I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Aaron. I think you give him a tomato can for his first fight. Yeah, I think you up. put him yeah. in there with someone you just let him maul. Get and him, get him yeah. juice juice him up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Askar Mazharov. Does that name sound familiar? Yes. Mm, it sounds and, more like Askar Askarov, who's a flyweight. Yeah. No, this guy is a he came in and fought Alonzo Metafield in June on short yep. notice. Okay. And um there was a lot of controversy around his record. Uh at the time. It was wasn't like this, he, he was just in the news, right? Is this why? Yeah, so he failed a drug test. Okay. Uh, and was suspended and likely getting uh he was suspended by the Nevada Athletic Commission for a failed drug test. But they also confirmed that he totally falsified his record. Oh. Like he even changed his name more than once <laughs> to like try and fight with different records. What? And that that's, shit doesn't That's lie. fun. That's fun. I like that. Yep, so he's probably out of the UFC. Well, that's what you get. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. There was some... Wasn't there another retirement announced? <clears throat> I mean, Kevin Holland fucking said he retired, and that's bullshit. If I Kevin Holland retires and nobody hears it, does it matter? Like, <laughs> who, who cares? Who cares what Kevin Holland Did it actually happen? You know what's funny is an unretirement is Marlon Marais uh, signed with the yes. NFL. yes. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's interesting because he was getting beat by everyone in the UFC, but obviously mm-hmm. PFL is a different level of competition. Do we think he has a chance of winning the bantamweight championship? Nah. No. In PFL? No. PFL. I don't. Actually, do they have a bantamweight division or does he have to move up and fight featherweight? 
Uh, I think they have a bantamweight division, but now that I'm dub- now that I'm questioning it, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I I feel like there was some type of like discussion around. They don't have. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. This is related though. Did you guys know that Shane thinks the floor is moving forward under his feet while he goes backward? Burgos is also at PFL now. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> Shane Burgos is there. <laughs> Gosh, that punch. That was one yeah. of the weirdest things. Anyway, Marlon Rice is going to fight him. on the, This says on the promotions tournament yeah. finals card later this year. Yeah, like as an introductory fight. And, you're, and I was right. They do not have a bantamweight division. The lowest okay. class they have is featherweight. So he's okay. going to go up and fight a featherweight. And Shane Burgos is big. Yes. 45. Yeah. I mean, that's just Marlon. You're just asking for more brain damage. Yeah. But we know PFL pays. Mm-hmm. What do you think about a lot of the rumor mill surrounding uh, Bellator getting offers ready for Nate Diaz? Because Nate Diaz could be a champ in Bellator. Uh, no, he couldn't. Um, Nate Diaz can't be a champ anywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, I Nate, think someone like PFL Bellator or PFL is willing to play ball with him and let him do other stuff too. Then I could see him going somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, right? We have to understand that the UFC actually enacted that clause that they're the only people that can negotiate with him in the first 90 days after his contract's released. Oh, so whatever Scott Coker's saying is fucking bullshit. Scott Coker's that guy, though. He's like, he's, yeah, we've he's, been talking su- about he's such a knockoff Dana White. <laughs> we've been talking Dana White is the Target version, and Scott Coker's the fucking Walmart version. Is a hundred percent what it is. Actually, you can't. And, so and you know, that's you, fucking bullshit. And Bjorn, Bjorn Rebney was the Kirkland brand. <laughs> when he was running it yeah (laughs) i remember when when we have a brand we have a product for everything that was the silliest fucking thing when you and i were at bellator because we were sitting so close ryan because bjorn Mm -hmm. was still running the shit Mm -hmm. and so he was like 12 feet away from us and that dude is just a knockoff dana white (laughs) i think i think kirkland is better than walmart though hands kirkland is the costco brand isn't it it is Mm -hmm. yeah Although their their fucking vodka is not made by Grey Goose and their whiskey is not made by fucking Jim Beam or whatever people say. Shut the fuck up. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, no, it, it is isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. It's and their, their scotch isn't McAllen or whatever the fuck they say. I drank a fuck ton of that at my youngest brother's wedding. And I'm, no, it's not. Mc- anyway, <laughs> you, can all- say it's, you can say it's good for being store brand vodka. Don't say it's fucking Grey Goose. That's so stupid. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. Another another instance of if it fell in the woods and no one was there, did it happen? Aspen, who you can tell by the way she is, mm-hmm. Aspen Lad was released by the UFC for missing weight again, so she's not in the UFC anymore. I PFL. could see her PFL. Yeah, I was or say- I could see her BKFC slash OnlyFans. Mm. How how long until? How long until we get an OnlyFans BKFC crossover where like <laughs> PVZ, PVZ and Rachel Osevich fight each other naked? How Coming long? to you in February 2023. Okay. PVZ, okay. So, Rachel I hope that they make OnlyFans. So you think four and a half months over under like what are we? <laughs> how long? Uh, it's uh, an interesting years. proposition. Obviously, I'm, I'm saying that in jest. I... I I don't know them well enough to see to to tell you whether or not they would go for that, but 
money talks, right? Well, the story is that PVZ is making so much money from whatever her OnlyFans thing is. I think she just OnlyFans just bought out her website or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that she doesn't need to fight anymore. So, mm. no. yeah, leave it to leave it to Mr. Van Zant, Austin Vanderford. Leave it to him. Let him do the fighting. We've talked about the list of attractive female fighters. She subverts that list and is just an attractive woman. <laughs> she doesn't have to be considered a fighter, you know. It's like the hottest, like everyone was like Danica Patrick, the NASCAR driver, so hot. No, she's not. She's just around a bunch of fucking 42-year-old guys from Louisiana. So she looks hot by comparison, you know. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. It's all in context. <laughs> pvz is different is what i'm saying anyway right and she's also had some enhancements that have just furthered that oh i'm sorry is this not america can she not do what she wants no i'm not not, (laughs) no i'm kidding good god man i'm just saying she's had some additional enhancements she's enhanced herself good (laughs) performance enhancing indeed right yes indeed (laughs) you're performing for only (laughs) fans Oh shit! What, and, were uh, what were we talking about? We 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 need we need uh something far more important than what we were talking about. Defin- oh, lad. Yeah, yeah, she's gone. Does she get submitted or TKO'd in round one versus Kayla in PFL? <laughs> oh my god! What are you talking about? Because <laughs> she's she's she can't make one thirty five. So clearly, one forty five, one fifty five, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I listen. The only thing I want to see now is them put her in a cage with Kayla Harrison. <laughs> it's like when they feed a goat to the T-Rex. Uh, yes. Or, need, or, or the, the goat dragon. to the, the dragon. The dragon. Thank you. Yeah. House, of, House of the dragon. Yes. Fuck yeah. You're welcome. Hell yeah. Uh, it's better me. than Andor. I'll say it. I haven't watched Andor yet, but we are caught up on House it's of the early. Dragon. It's too early to tell. Oh, you're doing that thing. Don't do that thing. If it's no, too you're early. Doing, you're doing the thing. No, I'm not. I don't have you're time. Just, hey, this is better than Andor. Andor it's, has three episodes. House of the Dragon has five I, now. Six. Is there a single Andor episode that's better than even any 10 minute stretch of House of the Dragon? 10 minute stretch? Yeah. Yes. No, the answer episode, is no. A full episode? No, not yet. It's a slow burn. It's a two season run. Yeah, you're right. It is a okay. slow burn. <laughs> oh, I don't have time. I, I like the little time. red box droid. He's cool. Yeah. Oh, there's Mike Brown with his little kid. <laughs> That's funny. Mike Brown looks like a mini version of Bo Nickel. <laughs> Mike uh, Brown. He does. He could be. Little he nickel. could be Bo Nickel's dad for sure. He's. My, I just want Mike Brown to be like. <laughs> you got in there. You knocked him out. The boy. thing. The thing with Andor is, I really want to like it, and it's just not grabbing me so far. Damn, son. I'm sorry. Uh, we need your your definitive top five no 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 aaron first of all there's there's six and second of all it's not his list it is the list okay i already already shared it but go ahead of disney parks in order the six u.s parks uh number one being the your favorite or not your favorite being the definitively best wait so we have disneyland california adventure uh, all, f- at- all four Disney World parks. Well, I've never been to any of the Disney World parks, so I'm probably not able to speak on that. Shit, I forget. I always think that you've been there a couple of times. No, I've been to uh, Epcot, so maybe I can speak to three. That's of one the of six. the four. Yeah, Epcot well, then, is cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Epcot's number two on the list. Epcot's underrated. Mm-hmm. It's the adult park. <clears throat> it is. Mm-hmm. I can see why the kids don't care for Epcot very much, but that's where I want to go. And that is why mm-hmm. it is number two. Yep. Why it's number two? Yep. Who does number two work for? <laughs> anyway. Walt Disney Company. <laughs> uh, now I want to watch Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, it's definitely number two. Yep. You have to know what number one is and number three. <laughs> so number one, Disneyland. Number three, California Adventure. That is correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't dispute that. I've been to all three of those parks. I would probably put them in that order. Maybe Epcot has a little place in my heart because I've only been there one time and I actually didn't go to go all the way around because my wife wore flip-flops on day oh, no. three or three successive <laughs> days of two days in Universal and then Epcot and couldn't walk anymore. So I had to carry her how, back to the parking lot. Oh, how no. did you how did you make the two days at Universal, one day at Epcot decision? What was the story behind that? Harry Potter World. Right. No, I, I get the two days at Universal. Okay. Well, there Epcot, was like, Epcot was a bonus. Epcot was like, hey, we should go to Epcot. Okay. Yep. That's a good and call. I, I would say if you have one park for one day to go to at Disney World, Epcot is the choice. Epcot's yep. the choice? Okay. Unless you have never been to Disneyland. No, even then, I no, would still say then. Epcot is the choice. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. One day, all six parks, you would choose Epcot over all others? No, uh, no, 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 no. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have if you have been to Disneyland and you have one day and you're in Florida of the four, it's Epcot. It's not close. Yeah. Because Magic Kingdom is just a shittier Disneyland. Like, frankly, it's n- it's not even close to as good of a Disneyland. No. Animal Kingdom's awesome, which is why it was number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because of the variety. And the the real the the fact that you can get so personal with the animals is like borderline San Diego level engagement. So like that one, and then uh, Hollywood Studios because they have roller coasters. Hollywood That's- Studios doesn't have roll; they have one roller coaster. They which is way overrated. The Slinky Dog one. Um, the roller no, they have the Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh yes, that's right. They do. Um, that is also a good one. It's a little too short. It is pretty short. But um, they, you can tell which music is playing by the license plate. Also, it's going to be an Aerosmith song. Um, Most likely. Uh, Hollywood Studios is also super small, and it's just kind of a, a less good version of California Adventure. They have Galaxy's Edge, which is cool, but mm-hmm. it is the exact same as at Disneyland. So you're not. I mean, again, I think I told you guys this. To where the Coca-Cola carts are is ex- it's exactly the same. It's it's actually kind of weird. I mean, that's by design, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a mistake. Ah, I'm trying it. Yeah, that's the list. We shared it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I'm glad I was able to partake in half of that list. Yep. It's it's definitive. It's not something that can is to be debated over. Yeah, if you wanted to make the same argument around Universal Hollywood or Universal Florida, it's Florida all day long. So I've never been to Universal Hollywood. The one Hollywood? that's within driving distance to us? Here's the thing, though. We talked about this. Is it really within driving distance? <laughs> it is. I can it get is. in the car and get there in a way that I can't get to Florida. Yeah. 
well anywhere in the continental United States is technically with right <laughs> but I the drive there is a major part of what I have to plan for whereas the drive to Disneyland is just not that also true yeah it's so. a it's a kick in the dick for sure <laughs> <laughs> A swift one. A not it, so it swift is. One. It is a spiked kick in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Forceful breaking. Oh, the, bo- speaking break, of Bo Nickel, pulled off your club and sub. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Club and sub. Club. Yeah. We need we need club and sub sandwiches, and eventually we can open up a chain of club and dub club and sub uh, sandwich shops, <laughs> where we serve both club and submarine sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him uh can you imagine a club sub which you you just slice the sub roll into three slices fuck yeah <laughs> i would do it you'd have it's to a, be it's a, a you, foot it's a foot long club sub so yeah. some would argue i've eaten a lot of those in my life <laughs> it's a club so extreme you have to be enlisted oh shit uh that's a good time. actually a really good marketing idea yeah, epic. Uh, Epcot, though, like we were talking about, it's just the the food, the the ride variables, um, and really just kind of the total environment. Like you can walk around. One of my favorite things at Epcot was watching the Japanese tonka drummers. That was like that was an experience. Watching those like four drummers get up in front of the temple was just fucking crazy. You um, know, I was really uh, I remember food. the the mariachis pretty pretty mm-hmm. pretty vividly even though i mean it's not so foreign here in southern california uh but it was like a 12 piece mariachi band with like three singers and it was just impressive i i, I probably still have a video so save somewhere on my phone and then uh norway just the the ride itself the nostalgia of it it's frozen now it's frozen now. It's not the Vikings one. It's a frozen ride. Oh, that's that's a little. Disturbing. That's disappointing. Well, here's the thing: it's not forced in, a la Star Tours and Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Okay. It at least fits with the Norway theme. The ride is the same. It's just themed a frozen now. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna let that go. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like how I, it goes backwards. Yeah. I, I really. I want to get. Um, I want to go to like the ESPN zones. I, I have not gone to any of those, those. Are those are all so closed? They are. They don't exist <laughs> yes. anymore. Okay. Yes. Well, Among, amongst bus? ESPN's many recent corporate failures, <laughs> I miss the bus. Yes, ESPN zones are closed. That's a bummer. Get in the zone. Yeah. I actually Good. recently saw Disney Springs, which is their version of Downtown Disney, which is. I think Disney, downtown Disney is cool. Disney Springs is way fucking better. Wow. And it's, it's, yeah, it's not even, the thing is, it's almost not even really comparable because Disney Springs is comfortably four times the size of downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And it has um, a river, it has a river running through it too. Yeah, no, it's a legitimate, like, it's, it's not really the same concept. Yeah. So you can't, you can't really compare them anyway. Uh, it's also not even really the same thing as downtown Disney because it's its own separate area and you have to take a bus to get to it. So anyway, um, they have a Coca-Cola store there that's pretty cool. And on top, they have a bar where they serve the drinks and they have a lot of like alcoholic mixed drinks, which is also cool. Yeah. Now, the Coca-Cola store in Las Vegas does not serve alcohol, <laughs> which is which to me is like, hey, you guys flipped the address on your liquor license, right? Yeah. But yep. I just recently saw that the one at Disney Springs is not renewing their 
liquor license, so they won't serve alcohol anymore. So I wonder if that's Coca-Cola's business model is not to have the alcohol at their stores. Huh. Maybe that's Maybe interesting. It's an image thing. I really Maybe. liked. I really liked the the rooftop bar. At yes. Coca Cola. Yes, store. we had a couple of very good drinks there. So did we. Yeah, yeah, delicious. They had a. They had a. Well, I mean, I had a rum and coke because it's what it's what you get. Yeah, we and, did the the cherry whiskey one, and they also were doing mm-hmm. a pina colada one. So we did. Yeah, we did both of those. I did like a little spiced one that was really good. With yeah. Okay. Wine. It was very tasty. Spiced. Yeah. Spiced. Spiced. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I hear things and I just innately just repeat them. <laughs> That's all well and good. Hey, we were talking. We're probably uh, for for everyone in the fellowship who's listening. <laughs> they're they're almost three hours into this episode, <laughs> um, but they may have also skipped ahead two hours to the to the other part of the podcast. Um, we're thinking about doing other live ones. Dom got a pretty good setup on the Twitch. Uh, yeah, I'm fighting with the Zoom window now because it's actually just showing the whole. Uh, yeah. Eh, I'm not on the Twitch anymore. But uh, it'd be pretty cool if we could. We were thinking about doing like a Patreon and and getting people some of the Zoom links so we could have like a live audience on Zoom too if we wanted. Uh, let us know if you're interested. Go to the prettynepodcast.com and click the mailbag i also think making a habit of live positioning the show yeah we had or fun live positioning sorry i'm looking at the fucking twitch control yeah um, live streaming the show i think is a good move yeah it was a good time it was fun we had a visitor from tempe arizona right yep howdy <laughs> hello <laughs> yazoni <laughs> is that the derogatory term for an Arizonian? It is, yeah. Call them zonies. And then you say <laughs> and they say zonies go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't make this shit up. I just repeat it. Where did you hear that? <laughs> so uh <laughs> You got Tom. You got Tom. <laughs> so, so my in-laws, right? They're, they're I love fan, it so they're, much. They're fantastic people, like real salt. Of the yeah, earth, the immortal Clint. Working. Absolutely, the immortal Cliff. The Cliff. Sorry, I always Cliff. say Clint. He's not fucking Hawkeye. Anyway, carry no, on. Clifford. Yeah. Fun fact about Clifford: Growing up, everyone called him Skip. No <laughs> 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 Don't okay. know why they call That's it fine. Foot four man Skip, but no. anyway. Is he six four? He's yeah, huge. He's yeah, I didn't. All right, carry on. Yeah, he might be a little shorter now, uh, but anyway, <laughs> time. Uh, we would uh, periodically travel to either Laughlin or Vegas, and of course, when you're traveling on the fifteen or you're going out to Laughlin, you got people from other states, and you're on the freeway, and you know people will drive in different manners. Some Always. Would consider those erratic, <laughs> and. Uh, and they just they would just let, let loose people cutting people off speeding up slowing down and then you make a judgment based upon where their license plates from and that's where <laughs> i first heard people with arizona license plates being referred to as zonies and they would say fucking zonies zonies go home and apparently that's been going on for like as long as my wife their old eldest daughter can remember 
<laughs> and what's even more hilarious is that now her sister they moved where did they move they moved to <laughs> arizona yeah <laughs> came, and so they, they go out home. there all the time now to visit them because they live on the arizona side of laughlin okay okay so they're up north okay yeah, huh. yeah. laughlin is a they're referred laughlin. to as zonies that Laughlin is a place where I would love to travel with both of you guys. Because <laughs> oh it's God. like Vegas with nothing to do except one of gamble. Us, one of us would die and it would be me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's dirt bad ve- dirtbag Vegas, essentially yeah. is what that is. Isn't there is there a golden nugget there? What's the there is a golden nugget there? There one, yeah, there's like one or two. Did you guys know that in Macau there's like a carbon copy of the Vegas strip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Almost it's everything. like literally exactly the same thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Oh, there's a Tropicana there too. There's a there's a story <clears> that <throat> hasn't been on the pod on the Pretty Neat podcast. Ryan and I played in a poker tournament at the Harrah's in Laughlin or the okay. Riverside in no, Laughlin. No, it was the Harrah's because it's where we were staying. It was. Yeah, yeah. And we went up there and like. <laughs> Because we got free entries, come to find out it's like a weekly tournament and it's like a bunch of fucking old people. You drove yeah, out there just yeah. for that tournament? No, 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 no. We oh, went okay. out there for, for fun. Yeah. 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 We went, went out, out there for fun. We just decided we get to play in this poker tournament. Well, because... poker tournaments are fun. So yeah. like, okay, hey, there's a local poker tournament. We'll we'll go there. It's at 10 o'clock. We'll get some Hell breakfast. Yeah. We scoped it out. It's a smaller poker room, maybe like four or five tables. Oh. Yeah. And uh and they were having like a fucking class teaching yep. how teaching people to play poker really prior to the tournament stand starting. Yep. <laughs> so did one of you win? No, no we went out okay. so fast. Okay. Well, we I'm... were out in like the first couple of levels. Yeah. So it's both. So it's like guys who are like <laughs> real sharks and guys who don't know how to play. There were no real sharks. We were the sharks. The problem was nobody knew how to play. Yeah, so so it... you have the unpredictability. Yeah, yeah, and so, that can be. That's like my little brother plays that way, and it's hard because he chases everything. Anyway, carry on. Yep, I call it beginners schmuck mm-hmm. because it's just they're so fucking dumb. They don't know what they have, so right. there's no reads, there's no tells. They bet wrong, and they call when they shouldn't. And you have these hands. Like I, I even fairly distinctly remember going out like two hands before Ryan, mm. and like I went in and I had like top two pair on the flop and like had pre-raised before the flop and had like one caller and they called me with like a double gut shot straight draw and got it like literally a 0.5 percent chance like nothing wrong and the thing is if it was a real tournament math was on my side i wouldn't have been upset with the 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 problem right Mm -hmm. but if the other person across the table had known how to play poker they would have folded and like because they didn't know, that is why they won. Because nobody in their right mind calls with a double gut. You just yeah, that's tough though. Because it's like or two to a or you have three to a flush, and like you need the, runner runner the, for a flush. The meta of poker says don't do that, but there are times where it's going to work. So is yeah, that and, you know is there a right way? It's like hey, the ball went in. Your 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 jump shot's not supposed to. Steph Curry doesn't have a textbook jump shot, but the ball fucking goes in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why online really changed everything. Once online players jumped in, then you do have to play the nine, six suited every now and then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely true. I've told you guys about the last poker tournament I played in. What what busted me out? No, I had 
I want to say I had, it was something crazy like Queens full of Jacks or maybe tens. And it was two Queens. No, no, no. It was one queen. And then um, maybe the, did the fourth one come up on the river? It must have. No, the turn. No, the turn. Sorry. Because a guy like two, three seats down from me, because I was raising every hand because I had a full house. So what did I, I must have, I had the full house on the fourth card. Yeah. So you must have had pocket jacks or something. And I think I had, they might've been tense. It doesn't matter because that queen that came up was his fourth queen. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he had, he had pocket Queens and got two Queens on the board. So he, he clearly uh, had two pair. They were just both pairs of queens. That's right. <laughs> Which turns out is a better hand than two pair. And he, <laughs> I should have read it better because he kept calling my bet or my, yeah, like my mm. raise. Mm. And we get to the third one and I'm like, what? I that's literally tough. looked at him. I was like, what do you have? And he just kind of shrugged. And sure enough, that's tough. Two pair. Yeah. Ryan two and pair. I. But they all have the same letter on them. I think overall track record wise, Ryan has probably gotten further in more tournaments that we've played, but we like rarely have ever played at the same tables. And I only remember the two times, the one time where I busted you on a flush just because I had the king and you had the queen. And then, and then that we were in a tournament and I took him out, but like we were both, we both had pocket queens too. Like it wasn't like we only needed the one diamond. Or sorry, we both had pocket diamonds. It's tough because you and I would play at the same table in Brandon's garage and play Texas Hold'em almost every night to the point where we like could read each other. Yep. And so we both knew we had the flush. It was just whose was better. And I mean, when it's a king or a queen and and there's one or two over cards, you go for it. Yeah. Especially in a table environment like that. And then we did the tournament where the power went out. Uh, that one time, yeah, there was the blackout at uh, the casino that will not be named. Hmm. And I remember they had to stop the tournament or slow it. Um, well, I think what was happened was they had a hard time, like they had to go to stopwatches for the levels. They mm. had to have some of the uh, the pit bosses pull out stopwatches and be like, all right, that's the end of the level. We're going up to this. With oh, that's this. tough because you can't see it. <laughs> right yeah yeah that was hard okay we're playing 30 minute levels and i think right now it's 50 and 100 (laughs) and you'd have to sometimes be like hey um what's the level right now or you know whatever you're doing or time and then eventually came back but that i mean we've experienced a lot of weird things of that nature yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you play enough, some weird shit's going to happen for sure. Haven't, didn't you and Cliff play a couple of the, the lower WSOP events? Yeah, also? we would, uh, Yeah, on a few occasions, we would go to the Rio, because that's where the World Series was being held at the time. Where and is it now? Paris? Or Bally's? I don't, I don't think it, it's not at the, it's not at the Rio anymore. Well, isn't the Rio closing? Is it? I thought so. That would surprise me. Huh. Uh, yeah, I remember so this one when says you... event locations, Paris, Bally's. Okay, I thought Rio so. was back in 2019. So look, you know, Paris and Bally's have a walkway in between them, so yeah. that makes sense. And they're both so owned by both. Caesars. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
So we would go to Rio, which is a, you know, you're in Vegas. So everything's like mostly right there, but getting to the Rio is kind of a pain in the ass, right? Because you're not going to walk there. Well, it's for sure not right there. Yeah. It's It's, it's actually definitively behind. Yeah. (laughs) And then you get there and you're like, oh, well, I could be here for a couple of hours. I could be here all night. I guess, uh, yep. Or find out where the shuttles are to get back to the main track. <laughs> a cab that you got to wait for for fucking ever. Uh, but yeah, we would play like daily deep stacks. Yeah. And uh, a couple of years, couple of years ago, uh, the last time that Cliff and I actually played the same year, he actually uh, cashed out. Nice. He played till like four in the morning, and <laughs> I busted out some guy from Boise, who was uh, a farmer. Yeah, potato farmer because that's what you do in Boise, in Idaho. <laughs> Potatoes. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Potatoes. They're famous. Um, because you talk right. He uh he was pretty good at poker and ended up taking me out. And uh, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, you always remember after the fact that you can't win a tournament in the first couple of hours, but you can lose a tournament in the first couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And that that is sage advice from the immortal uh clifford mm-hmm. last really, name omitted here yeah you really do have to start so precious and also it comes down to your big your blind management like because everyone starts with you know 25 50 to 100 big blinds you got plenty of opportunity to wait for the monsters and, and, and plenty of opportunity to fuck it up real yeah, quick yep, yeah exactly so like yeah if you're if you're doing tournaments which i greatly prefer tournaments you guys both know that about me and the cash games yeah yeah, yeah. I like, like cash games are fun but you know you get the drunkers you get the tourists you get the sharks for sure you get the guys like i told you about at the tropicana yep. who was gambling playing blackjack with me because he had lost 10 grand at the mgm grand the night before yeah so somehow he ended up at this blackjack table by himself at the tropicana nah so as as most good stories go yeah and not to mention this sounds silly because like luck you know has to be on your side right but if luck is on your side i would way rather it be during a tournament than in a cash game Hmm. be like because that i mean i have seen people who triple quadruple quintuple their stack in the first four levels of a tournament Mm -hmm. and they're set to cash out and they can fucking go get a massage until it's time and they can be blinded out like but i just like the play i like the conversation i like the fun is poker a sport uh i no, think po- poker's a game yeah poker's a game yeah it's like I- saying bowling is bowling is not a sport it's a game <laughs> yeah speak to my brother-in-law my mother-in-law they consider it a sport I mean, it's closer to a sport than poker is, I guess. It's more yeah. physically active, 100%. Yeah. But I, I will, on the the off night where I get, like, a bout of insomnia or something, I will watch, you know, late night, like, well, it used to be Fox Sportsnet. Now the, the Angels channel is Bally Sportsnet or Bally Sports West or whatever. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times after the game is over and they do the post game at, like, 1130, they'll just show, like, World Poker Tour stuff, and I'll watch that for sure. Yeah, poker after dark yeah (laughs) that's a good one i remember when like that was like you had to like i would count down for a full tilt 
uh to come on it was it full tilt or no world poker tour world on poker the travel tour. channel yeah like when i would look for it oh shit it's gonna be on from 11 p.m to 2 a.m <laughs> like and then it's like always great. like it's always like when was this <laughs> you know like when did they record this game yeah it was like great cash games and, and just mm-hmm. pros that brought out bricks of cash and just the best players there are for yeah, sure. daniel negranu just reading everybody's hand exactly those, and be like yeah. those youtube compilations that? of him are so impressive mm-hmm. he's like Humberto so you bet this, and then you bet this on the turn you got a straight flush you got a straight flush don't you and he's like I'm wow and then they you know the camera's like fuck the read <laughs> So they at the Aria, they have that Poker Go studio, and you can see it from outside. I've never been in there, but that's where they film a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah, they, they film in different locations. A lot of them are going to be in the, the high-end uh, poker rooms that they just close off. And yeah, even at like some of the tournaments that I played for World Series of Poker, you'll go into a different room and they'll have or they'll have like a, a section court uh mm-hmm. For the satellites. Corded, what's the correct term? Roped off, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yep. Um, where you you could watch on the screens and they had everything playing and you had your pros and there it's like a bracelet tournament. Yep. Um, which is great. And I mean, I even if you're not like a really avid poker player, it's just a lot of fun to go Tons and see that and see people doing their thing. And then even more fun, you see some pros that are playing in like larger entry cash games or or some uh obscure mm-hmm. tournaments and you're like yeah. oh shit that guy's playing against a a fucking pro um yeah watching them do their thing well like uh they always say it's like what aria bellagio and there's one other one where all the pros go and practice aria bellagio is it caesar's it's definitely Aria and Bellagio and the Aria poker room. There's never not like three or four like tables really, really humming. And the last time I walked by it, there was a guy fucking screaming at the pit boss about something. And a second pit boss comes over. He's like, I don't care. What the dealer says is what goes. And we're moving on to the next hand. It was, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's why don't fuck around. That's the thing. You go to a place like that, like don't let the sheen of the big corporate everything fool you. They will kick you the fuck out of there and not look twice. They they do not care. Nope. They want to take their rake and move on. It's True. quantity. I mean, how do you feel about if we're talking about the subject of poker? How do you feel about the people that call over the pit boss and be like, oh, rule violation? I can't stand it. Make I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Let the dealer <laughs> do their job. Right. Be like, hey, uh, need an action action here. Yeah, yeah go, I cannot hey, uh, stand that. Pit boss. Um, he had a, a minute to make a decision, and he took a minute thirty. It's it's the same thing as as like Chris Paul always fucking bitching at the referees about every little thing. I just I can't stand it. Mm-mm. Speaking of Ryan, are you a basketball guy? I'm a. I like everything sports okay. wise. Do you have a favorite basketball team? Uh, the Lakers. Okay. Um. So I'm a huge Laker fan. I would yeah. say they're actually my most favorite team. Mm. Do you? Did you see the LeBron stat the other day? That he is. If he average his career average points per game is like 27. If he averages that, 
it will only take him 49 games to pass Kareem in the all-time scoring list. And if he averages only 24 and misses a handful of games, it will only take him until game like 69 or 70. Of this year? Of this year. Holy shit. Kareem has, he- Kareem has held that record since seven months before you can buy the Dana White's Contender Series shirts, by the way. Um, <laughs> Kareem has had that record since seven months before LeBron was born. Damn. It, it's, one of those, it's one of those records that I thought for sure nobody would ever pass in my lifetime. Did you see that Aaron Judge got walked all night tonight? Nobody wants to give up number 62. Yep. Yeah, you know that's a different sport, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, balls. <laughs> it does still have balls. That's we're true. just talking about records and that came um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean the real record is 72, 73. So 70, Barry Bonds. 70. Yeah. So but they, they, they keep re- re- referencing like breaking Roger Maris's record. Well, because he was they, also a Yankee, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, are they discounting what Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds did? Is that like yes. an asterisk now? That is that is what okay. they were doing. That's what's yeah. happening. All right. They're kind of they're kind of uh like subversively doing it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Because the that, way they frame the quite they they frame the per, the the prospect is like, will tonight be the night where he breaks the record? Like, I'm pretty sure he's like nine away. Yep, because the Yankees record, I guess, is maybe what uh, yeah, that makes sense. Which they are the most storied franchise, so I get it. But and also, like, he presumably is not on steroids. It's going to be weird to see what kind of contract he gets because he is older than most free agents are, and he does not have the body type that really, um, yeah. I mean, let's be honest as well. He he is playing in a hitter's ballpark, and it's he also short, it's a short yard. These types of numbers, he's had very very good years. He has not done it year over year consistently, and he is not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's hitting for a shockingly high average. Yes, he is, which is not typical Correct. for him for a for a power hitter for most no. power hitters. In fact, most guys aren't hitting over 300 anymore. But That's correct. Yeah, you see like Trout hitting under 300. Right? Uh, yes. Not for his career, but for... But for this year. For this year, yes. Ooh, also, re-locked. well, I don't know. Since they figured out his back, he's been absolutely fucking torching the ball. So the Trout yeah, thing is like, a little different because the injury was very clearly affecting him. Was that what six games in a row that he he went he went yard? Uh, seven, seven or eight. Yeah, Just so supremely he's, talented. He's the best player in baseball. Nick, I guess so maybe thick. not named Shohei Otani. Two seventy six on the year. Yeah, but again, if you look at his numbers since his return from the injured list, once they've gotten him straightened out, his numbers are much better. And if you look at him before he got hurt, they're much better too. Aaron Judge, though, in his career. Um, and I'm not hating on Aaron Judge. I like him. Um, six seven two eighty two. Good lord. Um, so last year he hit two eighty seven. The year before that two fifty seven, two seventy two, two seventy eight, two eighty four. Going back to twenty seventeen. Um, the home runs have typically been there. Well, not really. 
He hit 52 in 17. That was the year he kind of blew up. And then obviously this year, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what kind of contracts someone inevitably gives him. Because <clears throat> he's, he'll be 31 basically when the season starts. So you figure teams are not going to commit to 10 or 12 or 13 years for him. They have, they've, Teams have learned you should not do that for guys whose ages start with a three. No, I, I agree, right? That's the whole like overcommitment to, I mean, the most recent thing is uh, Pujols, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're definitely overpaying for what he is at the end of that contract. However, you know, he's crushing it now at age 42. Good for him. And obviously, he's uh, he's in a good space and he's he's being utilized properly. Yes. Um, but yeah. With, a, like with a class organization that knows how to run a fucking baseball team. <laughs> Unlike the angels and that stuff does matter. Anyway, carry on. It, it, it absolutely does because the, the Cardinals over the period of the last 20 years have had far more consistent success with the turnover, of the roster than oh, yeah. other organizations. Oh yeah, absolutely. So anyway, the LeBron thing before Aaron so rudely derailed us, um, <laughs> he's going to pass Kareem on the all time scoring list, which is fucking crazy. It is. Crazy. And, Six of the 10 guys on the all-time, the top 10 all-time scores, six of them wore Laker uniforms at one point or another, which is also crazy. LeBron, seventh all-time in assists and like 38th in rebounds, which is still, if you think about it, considering he's not primarily a rebounder. Right. Just absurd. Just so absurd his career, volumes of His numbers. career stats... Is he how close is he to averaging a triple double for his career? For his career, closer than I think anyone ever thought someone would be. What do you think about Anthony Davis saying the Lakers are going to be the underdog this year? He's right. I mean, technically, he is right, but in terms of their mentality, because they have a lot of giant personalities on that team. LeBron's career, I'm sorry. 27 points. He averaged 30 last year, which is actually kind of astounding. Seven and a half assists, seven and a half rebounds. Damn. Basically a full block, a steal and a half a game, which is crazy. Um, and for his career, less than two fouls committed per game, which is also crazy. Yeah, his for his, his career, numbers he's shooting over 50% for his career. Look, that's that's fucking insane. Astounding. It's so a, for his, his career, 27.1, seven and a half rebounds, 7.4. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I was just reading. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It, it, it's. His numbers are just absurd. They're just absurd. So what wasn't it uh, Oscar Robinson that for his career averaged a triple double or what? No, he, he was just the first guy to do it for a season. And then Russell Westbrook did it like six times. Yeah, but he was also the only dude on the team. Um, still did, did that. Yeah, he still did it. Give him respect. But is he is he starting for the Lakers this year? I don't know. I don't think that's his best role if he's going to be on the roster. As a bench player? Oh, shit. The Lakers' first preseason game is Monday. Huh. Is that in Vegas? They do play in Vegas this preseason. Oh, no. Seattle, Washington. Fun. Oh, of course, at the Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, Tell me you're from Seattle without telling me you're from Seattle. Uh, No. Uh, The Dennis Schroeder signing was weird. I don't don't really know. I don't think they think Westbrook is going to be on the team all year, is what I'll say. 
they're paying him $47 million. Crazy. I'm looking at the roster right now because obviously preseason is expanded, but his salary, $47 million. Wow. And Schroeder. Schroeder is also a point guard. Patrick Beverly is playing point guard, or would they move him to a, a, a different wing position? Patrick Beverly can play with either of those other two point guards. Yeah, because he doesn't need the ball. He doesn't need the ball. He's six one. Where even though he's a pretty good on ball defender, you wouldn't be able to switch all the time with him. No, and put him on larger wing players. He'll do it though, and he'll annoy him. He'll annoy him, but he also is going to foul them, um, because that's the type of defender he is. I mean, that's a, it's a double edged sword because it's part of his strength, and also he's a little overzealous. Um, fuck, I just I get scared about Carmelo is thirty eight. <laughs> yep, they got Patrick Beverly is i mean i don't you don't know it but he's 34 is carmelo even officially on the team he's showing on the roster on espn yeah yeah i don't and i don't know if they've actually signed dwight howard either oh you know what maybe if there's no salary attached to it maybe he's not actually on the roster so that makes sense so maybe he's not maybe he's unofficially retired but nobody's picking him up anthony davis is 29 Wasting his prime. Um, well, the whole season hinges on him. Yeah, his health, his engagement. If he's the 2019, 2020 Anthony Davis, they're going to be just fine. Right. If he's, he's his, his mental last is, year. Yeah, his mental is very important. Although, honestly, in the 40 games he played last year, 23 points, 2.3 blocks, 10 rebounds, a little more than a steal, 53% from the field. He did not shoot well from three. So I don't know. That's he wasn't game, bad though. when he played. He just didn't play enough. You don't want Anthony Davis shooting threes. Uh, my friends in Denver would, would agree with you. Cause he hit that three to beat them. Um, Anthony Davis. I would be, I would be willing to bet on a big season from him. He's, he is simply too talented. I think ESPN ranked him 19th in the league, which is ridiculous. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Obviously, that's totally uh, prisoner of the moment stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of opinion. It's, I mean, it's all opinion. It's all opinion. They'll they'll throw some stats your way, but it depends on the the player, the position, how they fit within the team dynamic. You know, are they the focal point? You could shoot up. 10, 15 spots just based on some of those variables. Oh, hundred percent. But I, do you really think just in a vacuum, there's 18 better players in the league than Anthony Davis? No, no, because like athletically and what he has in terms of his physical traits, you'd have a hard time finding 10 players with more physically gifted attributes than he does. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they have LeBron at six, which is also, it's like you're just doing that so people will click on it and talk about it. LeBron James is not in the top five in the NBA. Like, okay, well you're not watching. Yeah. So <laughs> if you think that, you think that you think that Luka Doncic is better than LeBron James? 
Hell no. <laughs> Based on, but but ESPN does. Do you think that Steph Curry is actually better than LeBron James? One on one? Hell no. He just does one thing better than LeBron does. He does it better than everybody, though. He exactly. So he's not better than LeBron at literally anything else. He's not a better dribbler, passer, defensive player by any stretch. No, not it's even fucking close. stupid. It's fucking stupid. Anyway. <laughs> what a show this has been our lebron hey Lakers moment. hey i'm not gonna let you get away without without it you know what i'm gonna say what come on if i had to hear it you're gonna have to fucking hear it what what come on <laughs> no don't make me say it have some dignity <laughs> i don't even know what we're talking about <laughs> okay so uh just about three weeks ago now uh-huh all anyone wanted to say, oh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Not the Rams. Oh, look, the Bills beat them. Blah, 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 blah. What just happened to the Chargers? They got smoked. By? The Jaguars. The Jaguars. Jaguars. <laughs> you want to you wanna talk about that? Okay, so first round pick two years ago, tore his biceps in the game. He's out for the rest of the season. Sure. He's, uh, a, he's, a, he's a 28-point differential guy? No. <laughs> I don't no, think he's so. Not. However, um, there are two things here, and I'm not trying to say that the Chargers did not get blown out. Don't do this. They did. Don't do this. They did. The Jaguars are better than people think they are. Maybe. Okay. Maybe the Chargers are not as good as people think they are. Historically accurate. <laughs> Historically accurate. There is no, there is no disputing that. Um, Herbert has rib cartilage shit which is probably worse than they're saying i will concede that okay he stayed in the game he probably should not have when you're getting blown out take your best player off the field and put your backup in chase daniel can take those hits right with your it's not even just that he's their best player he is their he is the most important person in that franchise by a mile 10 miles a a country mile you you cannot risk his future on this game in week yeah. three against Jacksonville, you can't. His 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 uh his safety blanket, Keenan Allen, did not play in the game. Their starting middle linebacker went out of the game. Their best defensive player, Joey Bosa, went out of the game. Who's probably going to be out for a few weeks because of yep. a severe groin injury. Which for a guy like that, tough. <sighs> Fucking sucks. So in a game where they had their All Pro starting center not play, lost their All Pro left tackle for the season. They lost their all-pro defensive end for probably multiple games. Their starting linebacker, who's not that great, so whatever, leaves leaves the game. Their Pro Bowl, which is also no longer a thing, a wide <laughs> yeah. receiver, is not playing in the game. And they, they, they couldn't run the ball. Jacksonville ran all over them. They spent all this money adding defensive tackles from the Rams, from other player, from other teams, to be more stout up. Who the did they bring in from the Rams? Uh, Joseph Day. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays Joseph Sebastian Day. Day. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And here's the thing, though: everyone looks good playing next to Aaron Donald because he and takes the thing, so like, much he, attention. He made so much money, and he might be good, but he is next level when you have somebody that's getting double and triple teamed every single play, where he can make one-on-one moves. Anyway. And Aaron Donald is double and triple team more than anybody and still has the highest win rate of any defensive lineman. So strong. He's a fucking freak. So, so strong. Have you seen the video of him when he was at Penn or uh, uh, Pitt tackling both the quarterback and the running back, like during the handoff? 
I, I, I'm not, but I don't. He literally it. just takes both. He just wraps his arms around both of them. He's like, I don't know which one of you has the ball, and it doesn't matter because you're both coming down. Right, you're you're both going down. I'm gonna arm yeah. tackle both of you because I'm yeah. that I'm that dude. Uh, but it was a week of strange upsets. It right? was the Bills lost the on Chiefs a weird play. The runner didn't get out of bounds. They were in field goal range. The Chiefs just got beat by the Colts, who had not won that season. Mm-hmm. Who tied with the Texans in week one, mind you. Yep. They lost. The Bucks are definitely not as good as people think. Um, no, Green but we've been saying that on this think. show. True. And the Chargers got smoked. Um, we all knew that the Giants were not good. They were probably no. the weakest 2 0 team in the league. Yes. They got beat by the backup quarterback for the Cowboys. Um, Denver. Is the only oh. team in the AFC, only team oh. in the AFC West that won last week. The Raiders, who were a <laughs> is there is there a worse year. win anywhere though? Uh. Oh, they looked bad. Russell Wilson just missing receivers left and right. And you yeah, know what? It, it's it's I'm a strange thing. here for him because I hate him. <laughs> it, so it's a much. strange thing, but I still would have wanted them to lose because now they're two and one. Yeah, and the Chiefs are two and one. The Chargers are one and two now. The Raiders are 0-3, which I'm totally here for all day, every day. They're 0-3. They spent so much money in the offseason. How like long are we going to pretend shambles. Derek Carr is that guy? How Derek long? Carr is not that guy. He is not Devontae that guy. Devontae Adams is that guy. Yes. However, he can only do so much. Their offensive line is complete garbage. He should be running the problem the ball with more. any receiver, he's in a completely dependent position, and he's not willing to block the way Cooper Cup does. So... <laughs> Okay, we're we're bringing it down to the Rams. Yeah, Cooper Cup, excellent team. Oh, player. don't don't excellent. No, 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 no. no, no. Cooper There's Cup no, is the best receiver in football. Don't he's the don't best bring this receiver in football. Yes, in terms of if all things are being equal, like route running. Yes, speed agility. I don't know if he is the flat out separability. He runs. He makes as many defenders miss as any other receiver. He okay. runs the best and most accurate routes for sure. He's Adam he's Thielen. Sh- That's what he's he is. A sh- what did you just say? He's Adam Thielen. That's when did is. Adam Thielen win the receiving triple crown in the Super Bowl MVP? Never. Oh, Cooper Cup but, did that. But that's so what know. I equate him to. He's this really is, good at route running. This is unbelievable. <laughs> if I'm going to say it. If he was black, uh-huh. people would talk about him like he's Devontae Adams. They would start using the term in term like his athletic prowess. His, his football explosive. IQ is so high. They wouldn't say right. that. They talk about how he's, explosive he is. He's a he has a really high motor. I really hope you're just needling me because Cooper Cup is fucking fantastic. Cooper Cup this is, is amazing. He's also seems to be in all accounts based on surface value is an amazing person as well. Seems to be. Seems to be. And he was great with Jared Goff too, so you can't even just say it's a Matt Stafford thing. Now yeah, Jared it could Goff be, is balling out in Detroit. Yeah, as well. he's the thing is Jared Goff has all the, the tools. Yeah, it's 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 upstairs where the question. <laughs> Jared Goff got to the fucking Super Bowl. Okay, Sean McVay got Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't care that they lost that game. They didn't even really get blown out. It was what thirteen to three, I think. They Ooh. got Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. You can oh. win the Super Bowl if Jared Goff is your quarterback. Mm. Yeah, 2001 Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Was it Rich Gannon? No, no he Trent was the Raiders. Dilfer. Co- Trent Dilfer, that's right. No, no, no. Trent Dilfer played for Baltimore. 
didn't he win with the Bucks? No, I think he won with Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Then who was the who was was it Rich Cannon? Um, two thousand one. No, no, no. Because that team—that's not the team that won the Super Bowl. They went two thousand three. Two thousand three. Who was the quarterback? Uh, let's see. No, not two thousand three. They went seven. Brad Johnson. Was it Brad Johnson? Was it Brad Johnson? No. 2002 is when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl 37. They beat the Raiders 48-21 in San Diego at Qualcomm. That's right. And Rich Gannon threw five interceptions. Um, But who was the Bucs quarterback? Was it Brad Johnson? Yeah, it was. It was Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Okay, and then he went on to play for the Vikings, right? Yep. But they also had had Keyshawn Johnson, Keenan McCardell, Mike Allstott, Michael Pittman. They had uh, Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, Brian Kelly, Rondé Barber, John Lynch. Man, they were fucking loaded on They defense. were loaded on defense. Yeah, they were. That was the Tampa shell, the Tampa Bay, well, the Tampa 2. That's what they played. They played the yeah. Tampa 2 defense. And then Ooh, they uh, were loaded. Gruden went to, to the Oakland and then went to the Super Bowl the very next year. Right? No. Or was that the year prior? And then he went to... Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. He went. He stayed in Tampa until 08. Okay, that's right. He went to the Super Bowl. He went Oakland, from Oakland to Tampa. To Tampa Bay and then won the Super Bowl. Yep. That's right. Okay. I had it backwards. Hmm. Anyway, MMA, right? <laughs> <laughs> this weekend's fights are going to suck. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man. But your guy, the tarantula, Jalen Turner. He came off of the contender series. He is fucking awesome. Yes, he is. Do you guys want to close with an early pick for Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier? Because we all know who I'm going to choose. So do you guys have an opinion on that? Chandler. Do you like Chandler? I like Chandler. So I like Chandler, but I I think Poirier is going to win that fight because of the way that Chandler fights is that Poirier was probably going to counter him. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely could get that. I can understand that. I understand that take. Yep. And I like both of them to be quite honest. I think they're both great professionals, great representatives of the sport. Um, Mm -hmm. They'll make it a very exciting fight, but Poirier has a better defensive boxing and I think he will, he'll get him. The real fight's going to be after to see who out donates to each other's charities. I mean, everybody wins in that, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't really, I actually think these two guys have kind of made an image on being kind of stand up men of character. I don't, I don't need them pretending to hate each other. No. And so just, it's, it's a compelling enough fight. Dustin Poirier is what, two or three? Mm hmm. And Chandler's four or five. It, the fight yeah. makes total sense. You don't. We don't need to pretend that they don't like each other. It's not. No, we don't need to make this professional wrestling. We don't need to pretend that they even really had opinions on each other prior <laughs> to someone from the UFC telling them to start screaming at each other. So, <laughs> you know. Hmm. 
it's not a it's not a big deal. I'm a, a just a big Michael Chandler fan, and I hope that he wins. But I I actually think they're both kind of a a matchup problem for each other. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, right? So we saw Michael Chandler beat Dan Hooker, then he lost to Charles Oliveira, and damn near put him out. Then wh- who did he fight next? After Taylor. Oliveira. Gaethje. Justin Gaethje. That was a war. And then he kicked the shit out of Tony Ferguson. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's to say that Poirier is just going to walk through him is not that anyone is saying that, I guess. I don't I don't agree with that, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. And technically, he kicked the face out of Tony Ferguson. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did. <laughs> And then uh, we talked about this earlier too, but Aaron's favorite fighter was booked for a fight yesterday or today. I Tony Ferguson? Think. No, no, Derek Lewis. <laughs> See, no idea who my favorite fighter is. Every fight. I thought TJ Dillisa already had a fight. <laughs> no, he does, but it, it, Derek is his real favorite. We know. Yep. I, I think it's a balls. hometown bias. I think it's a recent. Uh, yep. Not recency bias, but proximity bias. Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, he's he's an exciting guy, and there's nothing better than Derek Lewis after a knockout win on the mic with anybody. See, I think there's a lot of things that are better, that's better than that. <laughs> well, yeah, that might be a bit of hyperbole from my from myself. So, what anyway. is that? Is that 281? Is that Poirier Chandler? Uh, yeah, it's got to be because 280 is yep. the Oliveira Makachev fight. Mm-hmm. This is shaping up to be a nice card. 281. Dominic Reyes, Ryan Spann, um, Aaron Blanchfield, and Meatball, Molly McCann, Matt mm-hmm. Frivola, Brad Riddell, and Hanato Moicano. That's a fun one. Dan Hooker is back. Uh, Poirier Chandler. Carla Esparza is going to lose her title to Zhang Wei Li. Yeah. And then uh Bender is going to lose his title to Alex Pajeda. I actually would love a Wei Li Pajeda. Parlay Pajeda only a plus one forty underdog in that fight. Wow! I don't know, guys. I'm 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 astounded that already has odds. Yeah, I mean it's in November. It's not even two months away. Yeah, you're right. It's like six and a half weeks away. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. And then two because we don't have any fun fight nights coming up. But that's okay. We had like thirteen weeks of really good fight nights in a row. And then 280. Ooh, 280 is the shit. 280 is the shit. And 280 starts at fucking 11 o'clock in the morning. Yes, I am here for that. <laughs> I am so I'm so down for that. Um, which is great to have not a middle of the night fight for the people there. Yep. Right. Cause that I mean, I don't want any excuses as like we had to adapt to the time change and fighting at four o'clock in the morning. I don't want, I'm not here for that. Just nope. make it early. You know, we're all down for brunch pay-per-view fights. Brunch and punch. If they think think I won't start drinking at 10.45 a.m. right before the first prelim kicks off, I 100% will. This is just now tailgating now. That's all we're doing is we're tailgating at a football game. That's (laughs) a good one for a live. There's nothing better than that would be a good one for a live. Um, Pewter Jan, Sean O'Malley. Sterling and Dillashaw, and then Charles Oliveira Makachev. Oh, that's a good time. 
There's so many good fights. It's a lot of good fights on this card. Uh, a feast of violence. A feast of violence. You like that? I do. I'm here all day. Speaking of brunch, a feast, of, a feast for violence. That is, that's a good time. I did not realize, and now there's two different pictures of him. Charles Oliveira has three portrait tattoos across his chest. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think he had that last fight too. He may have his his like fighter lineup. Tale of the tape doesn't is an older one. Um, yeah, I think I'll say it. I think we go. It goes O'Malley, Sterling, Oliveira, who is the underdog, which is insane. So insulting. Yeah, it's so insulting. You know what's also underrated is that uh, Charles Oliveira has this awesome rhinoceros tattoo on his right arm yes he does all black and gray i think that's solid rhinos are sick rhinos are are sick i'll say it rhinos are sick yeah rhinos are sick sick bro (laughs) and then benil and gamrot oh it's good times that's a good card 280 it's it's so good like you're gonna start that at 11 o'clock you're gonna be done by three three four o'clock prelims maybe they won't do earlies you'll be done by like 4 4 30 fuck yeah that's that's perfect i'm here for that every fight card every every pay-per-view let's do it in abu dhabi at that time mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't know that i love the 10 p.m 10 30 p.m you know boxing is notorious super late night title fight i don't know Right, and it's on the East Coast, so that's 1 o'clock their time. Yeah. I, no. You know, that's the one thing that stands out. We were talking about uh, Disneyland and, and going to Florida and Universal. I remember watching a Lakers game, and it's like 12 o'clock at night, and the Lakers are playing because on the on the West Coast, obviously, it's like it's towards the end of the game, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Um, and, and people just do that on the regular it's yeah so it's funny i was literally just going to say the same thing so in june when i was in florida 10 10 15 at night we're back in the hotel we've been at the park since you know 8 39 a.m and i pull up on my phone the fucking mlb app and i'm literally watching the angels just throw the first pitch and it's like still light out yeah it's it's very it is weird my uncle lives in new jersey and he struggles with it because he's an angel fan too um and and like even the early football games here which are 10 o'clock a.m. are one o'clock they don't start until one on sundays on the east coast it's weird yeah it, it i i can't imagine being a west coast sport a west coast sports fan living on the east coast which you know we may have hit on something as to why there's such rabid fans on the east coast because they just can't be fans of anybody else. They never see it. No, that's a, that's a well-known thing, especially in baseball. They never see the West Coast teams play because they're asleep. Yeah. Or they're already drunk, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good thing, right? On the East Coast, they they get up, they go to church, they have Sunday brunch, and then they watch football or, yeah. or basketball or whatever it may be for the rest of the day. That's yeah. all they do. Or you think like Monday night football last night was in New York, started at like 520 here. So it's 820 there. Like it's, that's considerably later. You know, yeah, if, if you have a, a, a regular job and you work yeah. Monday through Friday and you're going to that game, 
you're taking the next day off. Probably. <laughs> Especially if you have to drive to get there and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You're taking the next day off because you're not going to go home two o'clock in the morning and then get your ass up, you know, six, seven o'clock and then go to work. No, because you're probably taking the train. So you end up getting up even earlier than that to get to the train. No, it's a fucking nightmare yeah. for sure. Fuck that. Yeah. We've solved a lot of problems today, guys. We, we've done some, some excellent work. We did a whole live show and then the Pretty Neat Podcast. We can't mm-hmm. be stopped. Nope. <laughs> Except by hard drive space. <laughs> Except by hard drive space. Content <laughs> a palooza. All right. What are, we, what are we going out on? Oh, I don't know. Rhinocerai? I feel like I know. I feel like it's Bo Nickel 2024. I agree. Violence really does bring people.